Hi, this is the TJ Show. Hey, TJ, I love you, man. Hey. What up, Jay? Jay, what's happening? Hey, so, Jay Bo. What's up, man? I'm glad you're back at work, Jay Bo. And me too, brother. I appreciate that. Today's my birthday. Jay? Happy, happy birthday, birthday brother. Whoa, happy birthday. Yeah. Wait, do you mind if we uh, sing a song for you? <laughs> Go ahead. My wife hasn't yet. <laughs> well, how do you how do you know what song it's going to be? Well, uh, traditionally, maybe we're getting away from it because normal things ain't normal no more. Yeah, yeah. That's no, bad. you're right about that. But uh, I don't know what guess you were going to have about what song it was, but here I go. Prepare hey. to be right, Jay. Do you recognize it, Jay? Oh, happy birthday to Jay. Oh, happy birthday. From TJ, oh, happy birthday from J-Bo. Oh, 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 happy birthday from Kenny. Yeah, me too. Happy birthday, Jay. Oh, happy birthday to you, Jay. Oh, happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday to you. Wait, there's more? Oh, no. There's more. Uh, to you. Come on, Kenny. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Jay, are you still on the phone? That man hung up. No, I'm still here. Oh, wow. Hit it again. Birthday to you. Happy birthday. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do it. It would have been fun if we kept going, but at a certain point, you've just got to stop the madness. You do. Jay, happy birthday to you. We love you for listening to this show, and uh, we're so grateful that you're turning your radio on every day. Thank you, and I do. And I'd be glad when y'all can expand, you know, the coverage area. I'm a truck driver, and I travel, you know, down south and up north here in Mississippi. Right now, I'm waiting to go to work because there's a tornado. Uh, passing through right now as we speak. Yeah, if you could avoid uh, uh, driving into a tornado on your birthday, yeah, that would be, be careful, a Jane. great plan. Uh-huh. I'm sorry you're dealing with that, but to answer your, your question, we are expanding our coverage on the TJ Show every day. Uh, we just welcomed our 44th city to our radio family, and uh, one of them is Mississippi, and we just love being on with you, and thank you for choosing our show every day. We know there's a lot of choices out there. Right, awesome. I, I, I used to be you know, here lately, I've been listening to satellite radio mm. until I heard about y'all. And and even when I get in my work truck, then I still got y'all on wow. until I run out of the curb of the area. Jay, you're the best. Thank you for turning the show on, and you have a great birthday. Be safe. Thank you, and y'all have a great day. Y'all are awesome. You too. Take Thanks, care. Jay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. All right. Bye-bye. I love Jay. I saw a headline this morning that really bothered me, and I read the story, and I had a nauseous feeling inside while I was reading this. It seems like the legal system is in a rowboat, and AI is in this cruise ship that is just blowing past it. And I don't know how the rowboat ever catches up, but I hope it does at some point, because this can't be good for humanity, what's happening. I was a big fan of George Carlin, comedian. He was probably one of my first introductions to comedy. 
And if you've seen George Carlin's work, he's one of the most brilliant minds who's ever put thoughts together in a comedic way. And although, you know, in my life now, I don't agree with everything that he says. And he, he's a, he was a very outspoken atheist. And I, I don't, I do believe there is a God. And some of the stuff that he talked about, it, it grieves my heart a little bit as I watch it now. But all of that aside, I think he's a brilliant comedian and a huge inspiration. Mm-hmm. Well, there's now a programmer who has generated an AI version of this comedian, George Carlin. He's been dead since 2008. And apparently the way I understand it is he's taken all of the specials from George, loaded them into a program, and it's spit out based on all of his material, his voice, this what the programmer is referring to as an impression of George. He's making the case, well, how is this any different than someone who does an impression? But it's a computer that generated it. It's all original AI content based off of... It's basically what the SAG-AFTRA fight was all about, where they were saying they didn't want this to happen. For uh, AI to take a bunch of TV shows and generate a whole new season based on the writer's work. But how I think this is so different than an impression, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. But here you've got this comic who's a legend and people have loved his specials for years. He has 14 different comedy specials. That's amazing. There's some random programmer now that is monetizing his name, his likeness, his voice. I mean, it's pretty close to his voice. And it feels sickening. Now, I don't know a lot about George Carlin. Do you think he would be okay with this? No. I couldn't imagine. I don't know him. Closest I ever got to him, I did go see him live when I was a kid. That's pretty close. You're in the same room. Yeah, right. But I don't know. I don't think so. And as a matter of fact, on that note, his daughter has spoken out. And here's a quote from his daughter. My dad spent a lifetime perfecting his craft from his very human life, brain, and imagination. Mm. No machine will ever replace his genius. These AI-generated products are clever attempts at trying to recreate a mind that will never exist again. You know, I listened to some of the material and, and like, there's a whole other discussion. Like, it almost feels demonic. When you listen really? to what the material, it, it's bothersome. To it. Yeah, on every level, it bothers me. If this is scratching the surface of what can be done, that someone's voice from pre-recorded uh, environments, where you know he never signed off on this being right. okay, like when does the legal system catch up and say you can't just use someone's name and likeness for eternity and monetize it? And then it's like. Well, how does this affect this political season that we're coming into where you can recreate an image of a political figure yes. or their voice? And and those things have been done and they totally. have caused a lot of confusion. Well, a lot. Not only that, some people think the fake stuff is the real stuff yes. and vice versa. Yes. And so it, it's like mass confusion and a lot of it is centered around this AI. I really hope that there's something that catches up in the checks and balances that starts to make this impossible for creators to do. But we're in this weird time. So interesting story and it continues on. If we rewind all the way back to Sunday night, the Golden Globes, they were being broadcast and the host was Joe Coy, a comic a lot of mixed reviews. I thought he did a nice job. Yeah. And it's a tough gig, obviously, yeah. notoriously hosting those events. It's a tough crowd. Yeah. You know, that was the highest rated Golden Globes in several years. Yeah. Wow. So he must have done something right. Yeah. And so, of course, leave it to the internet to start fighting about it. Is it offensive? People commenting on his social media. And Jabo, <laughs> which I'm really surprised by, you decide uh, to get involved in Joe Coy's comment section? It, Take me through this. What uh, happened? Okay. Here's the thing. After I heard about the news about Joe, who are friends now, 
Um, I just I felt for him because I remember there was a time where I went home after work one day and I was just so sad and I put on one of his uh, comedy specials and I laughed my butt off and so I was like, bro, this guy's he's a funny guy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Besides, there was a tough room. I went back and I watched some of those video clips of the Golden Globes and some jokes I laughed at, some jokes the room laughed at, others. Vice versa. Vice versa. So I was just like, I feel like he needs some encouragement. So I went on his Instagram, and this is what I said. Okay, this is the comment that J-Bo left for Joe Coy. Yes. I said, hey, Joe, I enjoyed most of the jokes, referring to that night, and enjoy your comedy specials. Next week, this will be water under the bridge. Don't let people stress you, bro. And that's so kind of you. Even if you don't fully agree or find everything funny, you still find the positive there and you choose to encourage this person who's getting attacked from all angles. Right. And I thought it would just get lost in the long stream of other comments, Um, but it didn't. I received over 300 likes on my comment. (laughs) So your girl's viral, by the way, Uh, if that's even viral. Some people were supporting right along with me. But then... I had trolls, and I'm talking about they came for me. Of course. Well, if you're going to get involved in this type of stuff, <laughs> you're going to get people to start attacking you, Jabo. Not only did they come for me, though, they came for you, too. Me? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you. Okay. What? Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. You want to hear these comments? I didn't even get involved. I- See, this is why it matters who you hang out with. <laughs> you want to hear these comments? Yes. Read me the responses. All right. So the trolls hit me up, and they made sure to tag me. They said, how are you a woman defending a misogynist? Referring mm-hmm. to the joke that Joe made about the Barbie movie. Someone responded back to that person. My hero came in and said, because her brain surpasses your teeny sensitive brain. Mm. So, so on your side. On my side. <laughs> yeah. Everyone after that was definitely a troll, though. Somebody said, I'll be back next week to keep the momentum going. You don't walk back to sitting comfortable after being a tool. That's the word I'm going to use because they use a different word. Mm-hmm. Someone else said, this is a paid comment to keep him off the ledge. Mm. Hey, were you paid? No. Oh, wow. That's a good business. I mean, I didn't get a check. <laughs> I definitely just... wasn't paid. Now, you said there was a comment about us. We were pulled into this fight you started on the internet. This one hurt the most. It okay. said, I love how it's all these people with crappy podcasts that no one has ever heard of <laughs> that are supporting another crappy comedian. First of all, have you listened to our podcast? Yeah, it's great. It's amazing. Yeah, it's not so... crappy. I don't know. That last one hurt my feelings. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'm honored. <laughs> Just to be even mentioned. This is why we don't get involved with these things on the internet, Chabo. Well, that's the thing. It's like a lot of comedians have come forth and said, hey, we support Joe. You know what I'm saying? It's a tough gig. Like, even Steve Martin, he's a comedian and actor. He's starring in the show Only Murders in the Building. It's a great show if you haven't seen it. He jumped on threads and he said, I tip my hat to anyone who steps out on stage to host mm. a live award show. It's a very difficult job and not for the squeamish. I know because I'm still throwing up from the last time I did it in 2010. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so congratulations to Joe Coy, who took on the toughest gig in show business, hit, missed, was light on his feet, and now has 20 minutes of new material for his stand-up. So wow. there's support there. Well, there you go. The comedy community coming together. Let's all try to laugh a little more, right? I think the world can use it, right? <laughs> no, no, I don't mean right now. When, when something funny happens. There's an actress you may have heard of. Her name is January Jones, and she posted something on her social media May I read this to you? Oh, yeah, go for it. Last night, this is January Jones writing this. Last night, I spent a good 30 minutes laying in bed pondering the name Jim. Do you know any Jims? Um, no. Mm -mm. No, You? Yeah, I know a couple of Jims. Yeah, I know a couple of Jims. Like, what a weird name. It's not short for anything. It doesn't mean anything. Imagine if Rose's love interest in Titanic was named Jim. Would you even care if he froze? Prob not. (laughs) I relayed these thoughts to my family this morning, and my mom said that Jim is short for James, and I'm Mm -hmm. furious. How did someone get from Jim to James? 
so stupid. I'm so ashamed that the word Jimothy was in my brain for a few minutes. <laughs> I can never get that time back. And sorry to the gyms. I mean, no disrespect. Also, sorry to my family for how I am. So, yeah, there are really important discussions happening out there. And then <laughs> there are these ponderings happening on social media. And producer Heather, I have to say, job well done. Your brother's a gym, so you're obviously very close to this subject, and you went right to the source. You interviewed the gym in your life to find out how he feels about this. I can't really comment on it, right? This is for a gym to right, comment on. Right, for Jim to comment, yep. Hello, Jim. Hello. Uh, do you know who January Jones is? No. you never heard of that person? Not at all. Uh, someone tells me this is not going to affect his <laughs> life at all, but let's keep listening. All right. I'm going to text you something that January Jones posted to our Instagram. Okay, so then he takes a moment to read everything that I just read. I've been called Jimothy before. You've been called Jimothy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who called you Jimothy? People at work do that, and then... Really? But I've, yeah. I've heard that, too, before, about how does Jim and James come together. So she has valid points. She does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. <laughs> oh, well, he's having a good laugh about it. He's not offended. He's not upset with her. That is definitely something that I've heard before. I think more recently, someone at work asked me that. that your name's James? I said, yeah. Like, how is it Jim, then? I said, because that's just the way it is. That's they transfer. <laughs> Actually, it's short for Jimmy. So it doesn't upset you at all? No, not at all. It's actually funny that that is something that people talk about. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. So speaking on behalf of all gyms there, right? Uh, yeah, he's it sounds not bothered. Like, yeah, he's just rolling with it. What a great sense of humor your brother has. Heather, thank you for that exclusive interview. I'm honored that we got to hear his perspective on it. Yeah, not a problem. I was surprised by his answer. And also, to be fair, though, I thought the same thing about, like, Bill, the name Bill? Yeah, like, comes from William? Yeah, like, how does that even happen? Like, I get Will from William. That makes sense. But Bill? Yeah. It's probably somebody was drunk one night. It was like, bro. It sounded like... <laughs> like Will? Like Will. But now, you know, I have a daughter named Willa. And when I called my dad and I said, hey, we just had a baby and her name is Willa. He was like, what? I said, yeah, it's, it's Willa. And, you know, next thing I see him at the hospital, he's calling his family and he goes, yeah, TJ had a baby and they named her Willie. Said, no, 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 dad, it's Willa, not Willie. He's like, oh, Willa. Okay. Well, I've never heard of that name before. <laughs> like, no, it's, a, it's a name. People have had that name. Yes. <laughs> well, how about Jack being short for John? Does that that doesn't make any no. sense. I didn't know that. That doesn't yeah. make sense. They're the same on the letters. I thought Jack is his own name. I've never heard Jack, Jack short for could John. be its own name. It could be short for Jackson, but John's could go by Jack. I didn't know that. John F. Kennedy was referred to by his father as Jackie Boy. Wow. That makes zero sense. Well, now we know. Let's move on with the day. This is the <laughs> TJ hurts. Show. There's more on the way. This is the TJ Show. We were just talking a few moments ago about the name Jim. January Jones made a post on her social media questioning the name and why it exists, which... We interviewed a Jim about it, and he took it in stride. Yeah. Didn't really change his life very mm -hmm. much, and doesn't seem to care. So he speaks on behalf of all Jims. Yeah. I bet she has a movie coming out, if I had to guess. It's probably. probably. Some, <laughs> yeah, she probably sure. does. Just trying to create controversy That's to get right. people to look at the movie, but who knows? Maybe I'm wrong about that. Now, you told me something interesting about your brother, Kenny. He has the name John? Jonathan in full. Okay. Usually goes by John, but yeah, for a hot second, he was trying to get people to call him Jack. Now, how do you do that? How old was he 
when <laughs> he decided one day, eh, you know, I want to go by Jack. He was in high school. He must have been like 15, 16 years old. It's hard to catch to get that to catch on. Yeah, I thought so too. Right? Especially if you've gone 15 years being known as John. Yeah. yeah. And I know someone uh, who tried a very similar thing. My brother, Mike. Hey, Mike, you there? Hey. Hey, you know, you know what I'm about to bring up? <laughs> I think I have an idea. <laughs> yeah. So Mike has just been Mike his whole life. And then one day he just decided, yeah, I'm in the mood to be called something else. Yeah, when I was, I don't know, maybe I was like 28, <laughs> I decided to start going by. <laughs> I was taking a class in the city and I decided to tell people that I, I signed up for the class as Terrence. Terrence. Which is, which is my middle name. After 28 years of being called <laughs> Mike. 28 years, but you know, yeah. in all fairness to Mike, it was a fresh crowd. You know, it was all people <laughs> right, that's true. Let me who try it out. had never met him before. And then it was like, you know, people in his life were like, oh, wait, you, you want us to call you Terrence now? Like, what? And even my wife was like, is this going to catch on? And, <laughs> and it, it never really caught fire, right? No. Well, the problem was that the, like, the place that I had done the name change, I had already taken a couple of classes as Mike. So once I started, <laughs> once I started mixing like people, like I, I was hanging out with people from the Terrence group and then I ran into people from the Mike group and they were like, Hey Mike, what's up? And the people were like, wait, what did they just call you? <laughs> and, and I was like, well, I mean, like, technically my name is Mike, but I was going by Terrence and they're like, what? And then was this whole <laughs> so then I had to come clean the next time I had this class with the Terrence group and I was like, all right guys, yeah, my name actually is Mike, but my middle name is Terrence, and I was trying something out, and they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> are you still friends with so, any of those people? Uh, not really in touch with anybody. Well, they probably can't trust you. That's <laughs> probably what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah. They're like, this guy doesn't know what his name yeah. is. Right. Well, I like the name Mike. Yeah, it's good. It works. Uh, Mike, what are, you doing this? what are you doing today, by the way? I got the day off. Oh, so. nice. Good for nice. you. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I call my brother. Do you think I call you enough as your brother? I think it's a good pace. Definitely more than we used to talk, so it's good. Yeah, we used to tie each other up and beat each other up, and it was a very tough time, but uh, we came out of that, right? Pretty good. Yeah, it's been a while since you duct taped me to a chair. I was going to say, so. Terrence, it wasn't you, it was him. Yeah, it was definitely TJ. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, my brother likes me now, but for a long time, you wanted bad things to happen to me. Uh, yeah, most of the time when I would see your head, um, when I'd be sitting like in the back seat of the car, I just want to smack you in the back of the head all the time. But yeah, yeah. that's changed. Uh, that was changed. Yeah, yeah, so that's hope for you if you got a problem with your siblings. Eventually, you come around. Now, now we're like best friends, right? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's cool. All right, have a good day, Mike. <laughs> all right, catch you later. Later. The biggest headline that took over sports yesterday. Coach Belichick, Bill Belichick, leaving the Patriots. Hard to believe after 24 seasons, just like that. I, I really was hoping that he would finish with the Patriots, the winningest uh, postseason coach of all time, right? I think he also was hoping he would finish with the Patriots. Well, but then why did he leave? I mean, I guess it's a mutual decision, and I also, I can't help but ask why. There's got to be something going on behind the scenes. Somebody's upset with something, right? I mean, I guess it's the fact that they kept losing. Got two bad seasons. They haven't done well since Tom Brady left. It's unforgiving. And I say sayonara. <laughs> Good riddance. Kenny's bye happy bye about Billy. This. He's a Jets fan. I mean, he's just so controversial, too. He's been a part of so many scandals, or at least people accused him of uh, doing something that was wrong. I mm -hmm. guess depending on what team you're rooting for, you have different feelings about that. I remember the biggest controversy, because I lived in Boston for a lot of years, 
The big controversy was whether or not Tom Brady and Bill Belichick got along. And yesterday on Instagram, Tom Brady made a post about it. Do you mind if I read this? Oh, yeah, go for it. He said, I'm incredibly grateful to have played for the best coach in the history of the NFL. He was a great leader for the organization. And... For all the players who played for him, we accomplished some amazing things over a long period of time, which many will be hard to replicate. And although we were successful, some of the greatest lessons I learned were in the moments where we faced the most challenging adversities. He set the tone for the organization to never falter in the face of adversity and to do what we could and what was in our control, which was to go out and do our job. Now, I'm not trying to gossip or anything. But you think he actually meant that comment? I don't know. I'm, or why, do you why? think he only posted it? Because if he did it, then people would be talking about him. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like why make that up? He goes on to say, I could never have been the player I was without you, Coach Belichick. I'm forever grateful. And I wish you the best of luck in whatever you choose next. What I love the most about that is how he says he learned the most in the most challenging times. Mm -hmm. We're so quick to want to avoid challenging times. We're so quick to be addicted to the comfort that our world offers. challenging times doesn't feel good. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. But there's so much growth. I mean, think about all the challenging times that we've had in our lives. How much growth has come out of those moments? Right. Looking back on it, would you choose not to go through it? Of course, yes. Really? (laughs) If I can still have growth without going through them? (laughs) Well, if we can still have growth. Yeah, that would be great. But the fact that I've grown through them, I mean, they... They played a role in my life for sure. Yeah. Now, camera guy Josh is a super fan of the Patriots. How are you taking this? Are you upset? Do you care? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sad. I wish he retired a Patriot. That's what I wanted. Okay, there you go. That's a hot take from camera guy Josh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the passion. Straight to the point. This is a guy who named his dog Brady. So mm-hmm. he's a big Pats fan. Not Bill. No, not Bill. <laughs> right. Which is why. Uh, what about you, Kenny? How are you taking this as a lifelong Jets fan? Yeah, I think it's going to be great to see him out of our division. The Jets play the Patriots twice every year. They hadn't beat the Patriots in 15 matchups prior to the last game of the season. So I have a lot of respect for Bill Belichick. It's one thing, like if a player leaves the Jets, you're pretty much cut off from my life. But if you leave the Patriots, then I welcome you into my life. So now that Belichick's no longer a Patriot... I can say out loud that I respect him, and he is the greatest of all time as far as head coaches in the NFL. Well, look at that. You finally said it. Yeah. I read a biography about Bill Belichick, and I'm so impressed with the behind the scenes of this guy, how hard of a worker he was, and still is, obviously. And he cares about excellence. He cares about every detail. He climbed his way up from the very bottom of the mm-hmm. ranks to be the one of the most incredible coaches of all time. So farewell to Bill Belichick, and I guess we're all watching where he's going to land next. He's going to land on his feet for sure. Oh, Jabo, I don't know what the right thing to do here is. Oh, go with your gut. I'm no, so, go with your heart. I'm so torn. <laughs> I'm so torn because I know that I'm prying into someone's personal business, but I can't help but think of all these scenarios. I don't know what it could be, Jabo. Well, just go to them directly and talk to them. Kenny, can I talk to you about something oh for a second? Oh my gosh, what? <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, I just... Kenny, I am. I don't know what he's about to do. <laughs> I have nothing to do with well, this. Well, it's just that my eyes saw it and I have to know what's going on. So I was in Kenny's office and I look next to his computer and I see a vape pen with his mom's name on it. <laughs> and it just... <laughs> I don't know what it is. So I'm thinking through all the scenarios, like what could it be? I'm thinking, well, maybe his mom has like a vaping habit and he doesn't want her to vape. So he like took it away, which I think is the right right thing to do. do. (laughs) Did he steal his mom's vape pen? Is he vaping? 
But I'm like, no, Kenny would never vape. Like, I just, I know he knows that it's not good for you. Do you mind telling I mean, I'm just curious uh, more than anything. I've admitted on the show that I vape before. So. When? I've never heard that because I would have jumped on you for it. You've definitely <laughs> said that before. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so why do you have your mom's vape pen? Well, I lost one and she offered me the one oh. that she had, which, yes, she labeled with her name on it. Kenny, the best thing that ever happened to you is that you lost your vape. You don't need that. Yeah, that was a blessing in disguise, Come brother. on, Kenny. You know, I love you so much. Why? Why? I know I sound so judgmental, but it's Yeah, like, very but, judgmental, but PJ, because I think what you're doing is insulting my intelligence. It is sad that I'm doing it. I, I am addicted to nicotine. I wish I wasn't. Kenny. But I don't appreciate how you handle this. I've heard you do this with other smokers and people who vape or whatever. I think you're taking the wrong tack, TJ. Well, how do I get you to quit? I, I'd rather he you just... He has to want to. Uh, yeah, ex again, you're not going to do this. It's going to be my decision. I have to do it. There's a billboard on the highway that we drive into work every day, and it says, you can get out of this. Have you called that number? No, I haven't called <laughs> Okay, that. well, can you call that number? They <laughs> Maybe might, he doesn't want to get out of it. They have a plan. Okay. Now, do you think it's funny that you had your mom's vape pen? Yeah, I do see the humor in that. Right, yeah. which is why I brought this up, because, yeah. you know, obviously I care about Kenny, but it is also funny... You know, obviously nicotine addiction is not funny, but it's funny when someone has their mom's vape pen. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I get the humor in that. <laughs> and, and, and I do appreciate, I know that you right. care about me. Yeah, I do. We are, we are good friends and we've known each other for a long time. Can I try it? <laughs> try what? The vape pen. You're no, not put you don't my need, mouth no. <laughs> you don't need to try that. Okay. No, I don't mean to laugh. His I mean, mouth, his mom's mouth has been on it. Yeah, his mouth has been on it. Now I yours. Ju I just was. I just wanted to see if he peer pressure me. He didn't. You passed the test. It's great. No, well, I, I do not. Uh, I do not in endorse this in any way, shape, or form. Okay, so you're a spokesperson against it. I was trying to be funny, and now look at where we are. Kenny, do you forgive TJ? Yeah, I forgive TJ. I mean, again, are we I, still friends? I've, yeah, of course we are. And again, I've known TJ for a long time. So th this is the TJ playbook. This is how he makes smokers feel bad about being smokers. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so I, I've heard this before. I'm used to it. I expected it. And TJ, after all these years of knowing you yes. and you didn't realize that I vape, I've been purposefully trying to keep this away from you because I wanted to avoid this conversation. Oh, well, look, and here it is now. It's just spilled out. It's like the, uh, you know, there's this saying, the cat's out of the bag. Oh, well, it's now out. it's like, no! how, how do we undo this now? Well, okay, I'm sorry, Kenny, for making you feel uncomfortable. My hope is for, for you to quit. And I appreciate listen, that. I'm no special angel, okay? Listen, I smoked just because I thought it was like cool for a long time, and I actually liked it. But then I realized it's horrible for me, and I just stopped, and I don't like smoking. And there's some things you probably do that's still horrible for you. Yes. <laughs> so listen, I'm not perfect, Kenny, and I just want the best for you, and let's still be best friends. Okay. This is the TJ Show. <laughs> We're all best friends. This is the TJ Show, our news that sounds different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find, and then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what's happening on the planet today? There's a lot of buzz surrounding the release of the new Apple Vision Pro headset. The device will be available starting in February with the price tag of $3,500 or more, depending on which model you get. <sighs> that is a lot of money for model number one. <laughs> yeah. You remember what happened with the first iPhone? Yeah. It was a couple kinks they had to work out, sure. mm -hmm. but they did eventually get there. Yep. Yeah. Now, if you ask me how I would describe this device, I would say it's a virtual reality slash augmented reality headset or now, VRAR. I, for some reason, I feel like it's going to be a lot worse or I guess more, depending on how you look at it, better than that. It, it seems like it's a different kind of device we're dealing with here. 
And Apple would agree with you. If I said it was a VR AR headset, I think Tim Cook would come and yell at me. So according to Business Insider, Apple wants it to be known that the Vision Pro headset is not AR VR, but a spatial computing device. And they've even gone as far as to set up special guidelines for app developers on how they describe their apps. Yeah, I get that because this, based on the trailer, and obviously I don't know what the experience is like being inside of it, but based on the trailer, this seems like the thing that's going to change our planet in uh, an historic way. And I don't know that it's good for us. I really don't feel good about it. Now, based on the trailer, right, because I haven't experienced it either, this is different like we are talking about because you can actually wear this thing and operate in life with you can just go through the yeah. whole day with it on mind you it's heavy so i don't know if you want to do that well that makes it very different than a vr ar headset yeah and jaybo we've heard the term looking at life through rose colored glasses yeah which is just oh make everything look a little bit more beautiful and mm-hmm. brighter this is like the ultimate in perfection you know if you've got right. glasses and you know you don't see things super clearly. You put this thing on. You're looking at a video monitor that's giving you uh, a video version of life. Like you're not seeing actual life through glass anymore. This is video, and it looks like the room because mm-hmm. it's taking video of the room. That just seems so creepy to me. Yeah. I will say the Meta Quest Three, which I happen to own, does the same thing where you could actually go through life and see everything as you're going through. But I do say that the Apple product is likely more advanced. They're saying, refer to your app as a spatial computing app. Don't describe your app experience as augmented reality, virtual reality, extended reality, or mixed reality. Yeah, so become part computer, in other words, right? (laughs) Yeah, well, whatever you do, call it the right thing, and don't lump us in with the MetaQuest thing. I'm, I am concerned, and and I'm being very serious about that. I don't know what this is going to do to humanity. I'd be surprised if it's a good thing. Let's just leave it at that. Kenny, what else do you have? The iconic chewing gum Fruit Stripe will be discontinued according to its manufacturer. Get out of here. Yeah. Why? Well, 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 hold on a second. When's the last time you had some of that fruit gum? Ooh, multiple decades. You see, that's why. You're the yeah. reason why it's I continued. Think it might actually be over three decades. <laughs> that's why. And I'm not even in my 40s yet. Not even so. looking for it. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, okay, well, good point. Touche. <laughs> Yeah, they said uh, it took a lot to make this decision. They weren't happy about it, but consumer preferences and purchasing patterns led to the discontinuation. Reason stated? Because it's gross. No, it's so much fun. (laughs) I mean, it's more fun to look at and to open than actually eating. I mean, did you like, it doesn't even, how long does the flavor last? I mean, really. Like four minutes. Four minutes. Those those four minutes are the best four minutes of your life. Your mouth is so happy with you. No, then you must be, you're probably sucking on the gum and you're not chewing it. There's no way you got that piece of gum the last four minutes. Yeah, I put it in my mouth, I chew, I chew, and then went. Okay. (laughs) I knew there was more to the story, J-Bo. Yeah, well, that that's actually one of the criticisms. So some, part of this story are the comments about it. A lot of people were upset saying, a piece of my childhood just died. Mm. And another user said, I'm unreasonably saddened by this news. But amid these uh, disappointing reactions, many people criticized the product and claimed the gum lost its favor quickly. Kenny, what else do you have? It's the wild card round of the NFL playoffs starting this weekend with a couple of games on Saturday, a couple of games on Sunday, and a game on Monday night as well. But particularly, I want to bring up the Chiefs-Dolphins game in Kansas City on Saturday night. 
They are saying this could be one of the coldest games in history. The expected temperature is supposed to be three degrees with a wind chill approaching negative 30. Oh, that's brick. How do you mm. how do you even operate in that? Do they have special clothes? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Space suit bowl. <laughs> no. Well, no fur jackets being used that that night. I don't know about special clothes, but I know like Tom Brady who played in New England for all those years would wear a wetsuit underneath his mm. pads. Oh, that's clever. Very smart, yeah. yeah, very clever. Mark Sanchez, I remember the quarterback from the Jets at the time did the same thing. He stole that idea from wow. from Tom Brady. So Maybe that, that's just speculation on my part, but yeah, I can't imagine playing in that. And think about this, they're playing the Dolphins, who are used to sunny Miami, yeah. Florida. Well, you'd wonder if that would give them a competitive advantage. Yes, I think let's it gives, go Chiefs, it baby! It gives Kansas City a big advantage. Let's yeah, go. That's tough. But they also, they're playing in cold weather every year, just not, not as much. It's a very small percentage of games for them. Yeah, for that, sure. There's my sports take for the day. I just <laughs> just wanted to sound like a sports that or weather take. radio host for a second, and I think I did it. I think I did it. Well done. Kenny, what else you got? If you want a vacation in London, you can for 68 pounds a night. That's roughly 87 U.S. dollars. Sounds like a pretty good deal, right? What a deal, yeah. So anytime there's a deal that good, my (laughs) experience says there's something weird about it. I should tell you, you'll be sleeping in a tent in someone's living room. Oh, yeah, that's weird. At least you're not outside. (laughs) (laughs) What amenities does it come with? (laughs) Some great ones, J-Bo. You can expect to possibly sleep next to somebody else. There's three tents in this person's living room. That sounds safe. Someone you don't know. (laughs) Uh, So you'll you'll make new friends. It's like staying at a hotel. The room next to you, you don't know those people. (laughs) Yeah, it's just no wall. It's just a thin sheet. (laughs) That sounds like it'll go really well. They (laughs) offer a kitchen, shared bathroom, Wi-Fi, a dedicated workspace, I saw two little desks in these uh, living room areas. Air conditioning. It's probably some dude's idea. The wife comes down for uh, you know her breakfast. Got some strangers sitting at the table. <laughs> what is this, Tom? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, the description of the Airbnb reads, you won't forget your time in this romantic, memorable place. Uh, If you survive it. (laughs) Amazingly, it has a 4.45 star rating, and it seems people generally enjoy their stays. The most common complaints usually involve the tent neighbors and the (laughs) cleanliness of the shared bathroom. That's hilarious. I slept in a tent one time when Mm. I was a kid in my friend's backyard. It was one of the worst experiences of my life. I got all wet. I woke up. I was just soaking wet for some reason. It's not a high quality tent. I had one of those parties too, and I made the phone call to my mother around twelve thirty at night. Mommy, can you please come pick me up? This is terrible. I almost I'm like getting queasy just thinking about that experience. It's horrifying. But have fun with your tent. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a easy way to get to London. What else you have, Kenny? Well, speaking of interesting offers, if you're looking to jazz up your Super Bowl party this year, you can hire a Travis Kelsey lookalike to make an appearance for only fifty. Well, I guess you get a laugh and then it follows by awkwardness. You get a couple photos too. Yeah, there's this random dude here. That's true. Yeah. For the gram, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, a couple I, of videos for TikTok. I'd maybe pay fifteen hundred for the real Travis Kelsey, but a, a Travis Kelsey lookalike. This is an offer from the online sports book BetUS. They made this announcement ahead of the wild card round of the playoffs this weekend. The report from Fox implies that BetUS has a stable of these Kelsey lookalikes. So apparently, you can expect your Kelsey lookalike to come to your party, take pictures with attendees, answer any football or Super Bowl questions, and dance the night away in quote true Kelsey fashion. Look at that. 
That's did, so wonderful. Does he come with a Taylor Swift lookalike? <laughs> that one I would Because that I'd pay, pay for, for yeah. <laughs> you guys are all messed up. <laughs> a representative from BetUS described this offer as, quote, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. <laughs> no, it's not. He'll be around next year. <laughs> if I had a bet on it, I'm going to guess you can get this again. Kenny, anything else? Yes, the local Fox affiliate in Tempe, Arizona, is reporting on this story from the Lost Our Home Rescue Center with some amazing surveillance video. You can see one of the dogs named King breaking out of his kennel, not not only that, he tried to free some of his friends. Oh, I love stories like this. <laughs> then he gets into an office, finds some food, makes a complete mess. So his motion set off their security alarm, so police responded. The police officer, nicknamed Mr. Clean, not only got King back in his kennel, but also cleaned up the mess. Oh, well, what a wonderful story of a dog that doesn't want to be in captivity. <laughs> Yes. Can't blame him. Tends to be that way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Really funny video to take a look at if you want to see it for yourself. And also this officer aptly named Mr. Clean not only looks like Mr. Clean, but did the job as well. Hey, plenty of animals that could use a home. They're trying to figure out a way out. Help them out. This is the TJ Show. (laughs) 